Hi, this is Julie, and I'm here with Kevin Nicholson, the CEO of Ketamine Wellness Centers. And today our topic we're going to talk about is what to look for in a ketamine treatment facility. So Kevin, more and more ketamine treatment centers are popping up around the country. And because ketamine treatment for depression is considered off-label and not recognized by the industry, there aren't really any regulations in place. And although ketamine is considered a safe anesthetic, it still needs to be done in a proper and professional setting. What are some of the things that you would recommend to someone when they're starting to look into this treatment? What should they look for uh, in a clinic? Well, one of the first things that I would recommend to anybody when searching out a medical procedure is research the physician. It's easy. You can go on the internet these days and look up the physician that's responsible for the clinic or who's in charge of your care and look to see if they have any sanctions or any board violations. And you can even look at their license online and determine whether or not there's somebody that you feel is reputable that you could place your your care in their hands or a loved one. Okay. And also... Uh, some of the clinics uh, are anesthesiologists, some are emergency doctors, some are psychiatrists, so there's a wide range of professionals that are performing this treatment, is that right? That's correct. You know, anybody with a DEA or any physician with a DEA license can prescribe ketamine because it is administered off-label. What's really important, I think, is that when looking into a clinic try to find one that is going to both be able to evaluate you medically as well as psychologically um, and see whether or not ketamine may be appropriate for you for treatment. Um, The last thing you want to do is go to somebody that is just going to put a needle in your arm and uh, take your money and give you the infusion. Right, so there is a screening process that you should go through. Some clinics do require referrals. I know at Ketamine Wellness Centers, we don't require referrals. We do our own in-house psychological screening and medical screening um, to make sure that the patient is appropriate appropriate for treatment right yeah and it also allows us to expedite the process you know so because this still is somewhat controversial in the psychiatric community um, certain psychiatrists or mental health professionals may be reluctant to refer or recommend a patient to go into treatment or seek ketamine treatments by eliminating the requirement for a referral a patient can still consider getting this treatment whether or not their mental health professional is on board with the plan or not. Okay, and along with the different types of medical professionals, there are different ways that ketamine is administered as well. And uh, from what I understand, IV ketamine infusion is the gold standard in the treatment. Would you agree with that? I would. You know, ketamine is in its base form as a powder. So it can be compounded into any kind of uh, administration type solution. So whether or not it's intravenous, intramuscular, intranasal, or even an oral tablet, lozenges, extended release tablets. Um, but the mechanism of action of ketamine is so fast and the half-life is, half-life is so short 
that for a patient to really get the optimal amount of medication at the right dose at the right amount of time over the right period of time, IV is really the only way to, to make sure that you get that appropriate dose consistently. And the results talk for themselves. I know during uh, our trials, the uh, intramuscular and the nasal were not as effective as the IV. Correct. Yeah, they were. The results that we found were very inconsistent. The dosing was um, all over the board. We were double and triple sometimes the amount that we would have to give intravenously. And unfortunately, one of the patients for a short period of time, 24 to 48 hours, did lose their sense of smell, thus their sense of taste during the intranasal trials. So we chose to discontinue those trials and purely stick with the intravenous uh, administration route. Okay, so what type of monitoring would you recommend is used during a ketamine infusion? Well, it's an anesthetic, you know, so, so in reality, even when a patient's receiving it intramuscularly or intranasally, you're still getting an anesthetic agent. So uh, heart monitoring with a cardiac monitor, as well as blood pressure monitoring, as well as oxygen saturation monitoring is probably the minimum standard or the required standard for patients receiving an anesthetic agent. Okay, and along with the monitoring, uh, each clinic has their own type of setup for rooms, and uh, some are private, some are not. That's something else to look into. Yeah, we've recently seen some uh, some social media horror stories of people who have, again, where we're talking about new clinics popping up here and there, um, of patients being placed into either semi-private rooms or into um, rooms that are curtained off or so forth, and treatment is initiated and they're left kind of on their own. Um, Ideally, you want the patient uh, to be in a private room. You want them to be monitored by a, a trained medical professional, whether or not it's a paramedic, registered nurse, nurse practitioner, or a physician, somebody who can manage the, um, the treatment itself and not have to deal with distractions as well as um, allow themselves to kind of get into the treatment and allow the, it to work the way it should work. Okay, so it's really what people are comfortable with, making sure that they are in the right surroundings to get the optimal effect for the treatment. Correct. So what would you say some of the red flags would be? Well, one, some of them would be obviously low cost. You know, people are looking at this as a cash-based business and, and people will start to compete uh, on a cost basis. And with decreased costs, you're going to possibly run into decreased monitoring, decreased availability of staff if you if you are going to be or being done in a group type setting. The other thing that I would look out for is, you know, being guaranteed that this will work. Um, in healthcare, there is no guarantees and our success rate is north of 75 percent. And some of the patients uh, that do do very well, it's wonderful relief, but unfortunately it doesn't work for everybody. Right, and I'd also add in cost, uh, look out for the low end, but also the high end. Uh, I understand there are some facilities out there because it is 
not offered in a lot of places that they really have high fees for for what the tr- they're providing. Yeah, that's very true. You're right. Yeah, and we've we've heard some ridiculous prices. Okay. Any other red flags you can think of? No, other than the fact that you know, if a if a medical center requires you to pay up front for all of the all of the um, infusions, you may want to ask questions about their refund if it doesn't work, or you don't like the feeling during the treatments, or you're not sold that it's the right treatment for you. You want to make sure that you're not spending all those dollars without some option of returning those things. The other thing I would look out, not as a red flag, but what is their follow-up care? One of the things that's important with ketamine infusions is really it's only one part of the treatment plan. Um, Patients will require ongoing follow-up, adding in some wellness components, some exercise, some nutritional support, and some other holistic type medicine um, programs is definitely going to allow a patient to continue to get better and better without traditional antidepressant medications and only need to use maybe the ketamine infusions when they're not able to kind of get themselves stabilized with other resources. Right, and we have seen that. Our patients have been able to get off of the antidepressants but still use the ketamine as a maintenance uh, option option yeah. to, right. to keep at their optimal level. Right. Um, and I guess the most important thing uh, is people to just become educated, ask all the questions, make sure they find a facility that will answer all of their questions and spend the time, since it is a new treatment um, option, spend the time, answer questions. Yeah, you definitely want to get all your questions answered and, and, and these facilities should take the time to educate you um, upfront before you make your commitment for your treatment as well as get all your questions answered before they start uh, your infusion or whatever uh, treatment that they administer to you. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Kevin. I think that gives a lot of insight on what to look for in a ketamine treatment facility. If you have any other questions, please feel free to call Ketamine Wellness Centers at one 855 K-E-T-W-E-L-L. 1855 Ketwell. Thanks so much, Kevin. Thank you.